As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Michael Uslan. You're listening to Batman on Film. I'm vengeance. I have given a name to my pain. Welcome to episode 97 of the Batman on Film Social Hour Podcast. I am the host of this Batman on Film show, Bill Ramey, and I also, uh, Garrett Grav, senior BF contributor, did I ever tell you the story of how I started Batman on Film in 1998 on a web TV? Have I ever told you that story? I haven't told that story often. Not, not only have I been told that story, <laughs> I was reading BOF yes. back when it was Jet D's Batman 5 tripod page. Jet D60's like, Batman 5 page, yes, there on tripod, yes sir. I, it was one of the first websites I found and began visiting near religiously, I mean religiously, every day, I didn't go to church every day but i went to that page every day just desperate to find out if we we're ever going to mm-hmm. get a sequel and i think when i found it it was it was right when you had transitioned off the web tv maybe maybe it was in the process of it would have been like fall of 2000 so it might have been just after the transition but that's I, about I right yeah that's yeah that's and then right. I, I remember the transition from from that page name to batman on film and I had for the longest time, because it was like before, you know, I don't know how to bookmark things or anything. Yeah. So I would type yeah. out the address every time. And I'd like, remember, okay, there's dashes and it's on film, not online. And that helped me remember that yeah. it's Batman dash on dash film. And I still say that today when I host shows and I tell people where yes. to check things out. It's always Batman dash on dash film.com. This will so age yes, both I've heard of the us. story. Yes, it's going to age both of us. The fact that. Batman on film will be 25. I can't believe it. I I've got, uh, I was going through. um, So I, you know, Vikings, big Vikings fan. uh, If anyone, you know, doesn't know that about me by now. Well, welcome. 
And I've got the Batman on film 20th anniversary that I got in purple and gold mm-hmm. as also a Vikings t-shirt. So I, that gets worn on game days sometimes. And I was just looking at that the other day. I'm like, this was almost five years ago already. Did I buy yeah. this shirt five years ago? Has yeah. it really been that long? Like the years got to slow down, which also ages you because that's such an old man thing to say, right? Where does the time go? I have many people of your vintage, a little older, a little younger, who have emailed me a lot from time to time and say, I've been with you since Jet D60's Batman 5 page. And I was a kid, and now I have a family, and I've been working for 20 years or like, you know, whatever. I, I tried sending you what I thought was an inside tip years ago. I don't even know if we've ever talked about this. I went to college with somebody who grew up with a celebrity who I probably yeah. shouldn't name is a, is a famous actress married to a famous musician. And she had heard, cause she knew I was a huge Batman fan that this friend of hers told her Ryan Gosling was in consideration for the Joker at one point. And I emailed you and you asked me, you replied back and uh, you asked where I heard it. And then I just didn't say anything. So I was too scared to name yeah. who the celebrity was. Okay. And then of course, you know, I ended up, not, not either not being true or not working out one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, just not have happened. So yeah, it, for sure. And that's and we ended up with uh, the legendary Heath Ledger. That was the that was the early time frame. It was right post Begins. Okay, is is, is when okay. I heard that tidbit. I uh, I am sure that I know that Chris Nolan, uh, Chris wanted to work with Heath quite a bit, and he was kind of his go to guy for that role. But I'm sure there were others they thought about. Yeah, know. studio names or whatever else. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we'll get going here. I wanted you to have. A, I wanted you to be on this show specifically because you are like me. You're a fan of the graphic novel Kingdom Come. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, Kingdom Come actually, yeah, pulled me into what became my era of buying trades after not buying single issues for a few years, you know, end of high school and beginning of college, I picked up kingdom come and, uh, and, and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I can just do this. I'll just buy these collected editions. And it was so good. Like, I mean, it really got me back in, you know, did, did you talk about this with Lauer? Yeah, Lauer and okay. I did a Kingdom Come uh, episode on the Batman Book Club. Yeah, and you know Lauer is a stickler for his rules on that show. It has to be Batman centric. Yeah. And I was like, you know, trust me, it's it's a lot of Batman in here. People think about it as a Superman story, but Batman plays a pretty integral role. Of course, it's a you know it's essentially a love letter to the entire DC universe. But mm-hmm. you know, Batman and Superman are right out the forefront. Wonder Woman, of course, and Captain Marvel because it is Captain Marvel. Um, but yes, yes, we did cover that. Uh, I want to say that was 2021. We did a show okay. on kingdom come. Yes. I knew you are probably a little bit more of an expert at kingdom come than I am. I've read it several times. It's one of my favorite graphic novels. And that says a lot for me. Cause you know, I'm not a justice right. league guy and I'm yeah. not really a team up guy, but there was something about this one that I really, really liked and really resonated with me. But we're going to talk about Kingdom Come uh, specifically in a certain way in just a second, but just a little bit of news I want to bring up. Um, the Illuminati, which I don't um, source many websites unless they're a trade, right? Unless right. I trust someone. And uh, 
I, I, I'm, I can say that I believe they are uh, legit. And that is why I use them in this latest Batman on film story, which is really their story uh, that they broke that. Um, and the Penguin, the HBO Max series that will be coming uh, set in the Batman universe, featuring Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Oz Cobblepot. They have some casting, well, not, they have casting news about roles they're seeking actors for. Okay. Right. Yeah. And not breaking, so, uh, not breaking a news that someone's been no, casted, but here's yes. a role that they're looking yes. for someone for. Uh, but according to them, uh, mob boss Salvatore Moroni will be a character in the Penguin. And I don't know about you, and I'm sure, well, I do. That doesn't surprise anybody at Batman on film, I don't think, because we no. talked about it amongst us that it just it makes a lot of sense, right? For Maroney to be in this. Absolutely. It makes a ton of sense. Um, makes a ton of sense. You know, you can start making connections. Of course, you know, I try to not write the projects. At least I've I've grown to learn to not try mm -hmm. to write these projects. Um, before the writers and creatives actually have a chance to, my mind uh, immediately goes to to Harvey Dent. Is that a possibility because yeah. of the connection there? But just the mob nature, even if it doesn't move in that DA front, you know, new DA yeah. taking over and going after um, the connection to the Batman and the characters there and how much of a um, mob you know, uh, organized crime interaction with the police, you know, the power vacuum penguins yes. moving in to have an antagonist that would make sense from the source material fits in perfectly. It, yeah. And the fact that, um, his conviction was a, was a ruse, right. Essentially. Um, yeah, it would or, make sense that this guy was getting real, out was, of jail. Yes. It, not, maybe not a ruse is the right word, but there were some illegal shenanigans, Yes, that it would, would likely that, to be overturned based on yes, what we learned through exactly. the course of the Batman. Yes, exactly. And so Maroney will be in it. Uh, they already have uh, Sophia Falcone. Kristen uh, Miliati will play her. Uh, and Peter gave that casting a, a full approval. So you get the Italian yeah. to say, yeah, this is good <laughs> stuff for uh, Higante. And some other characters that will be in it will be Eve, who is a sex worker in her 50s, who doesn't take crap from anyone. Uh, she will um, be an ally of Oz Cobblepot. Nick is a 30-year-old man who is employed at a plant controlled by the Penguin. And Dr. Ruben DeSoto, an unethical doctor in his 40s. Uh, as okay. well as, uh, we can get to that in just a second, if you want to uh, talk about that, uh, uh, Alberto Falcone will be in it, as well as Johnny Vitti and uh, Milos Grappa from uh, the comics uh, will be assisting Sophia in trying to uh, secure the power of the Falcone family. So there you have a lot that. of names that are familiar with anyone who's read uh, yeah. you know, the Long Halloween, which you know has been you know lauded to the ends of the earth by team BOF and particularly Ryan Lauer. I know it's, yes. it's his absolute favorite Batman story, but a lot of these characters should be familiar to readers of the books, particularly the books that focus on Batman and organized crime. It, mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like, you know, forget, obviously they need to cast them correctly, yeah. but it's going to be hard to go wrong with this cast of characters themselves in this world. Yeah. 
And then, you know, the infusion, sort of the fresh element. So it's not just, hey, what have I seen on page? Now I get to watch it in live action because that's not all that exciting, right? Um, but getting Penguin in the mix because Penguin, um, you know, does not have a super deep history of interacting closely with most of these characters. So mm-hmm. having having this version of Oswald in the mix in that world is going to be very fresh, even if the names are very familiar. Yes, um, the Illuminati um, speculates, and they they made a point saying this is just pure speculation. This is nothing that we know that maybe this Dr. Ruben DeSoto could be just a uh, a, Rus- a fake name, fake character name for Dr. Hugo Strange. Yeah, of course. So, that's where that's um, where the name goes. Uh, yeah. That's where my mind goes. And we've got a history with Reeves um, saying he's casting a role, but that's not really the role, right? Like yes. um, Stanley Merkel. What, 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 yes, there we go. Stanley, that's I was, what I was searching for. So we shall see. I would figure that maybe Hugo Strange would be more likely to show up in the Arkham series, but who knows? We'll yeah. see. Yeah, and so you know, yeah, go ahead. With the with the freedom they they seem to be giving Reeves to build out his the Batman universe, yeah. it would not be unexpected to see an element introduced and then spun off, right? Like this is a pretty broad web now that he's he's weaving here between the movies and the various TV projects. So you know, potentially, right, that could be absolutely something that still happens where you, you get a glimpse of, of who turns out to be Hugo Strange in this series and then ends up being a more of a major figure over in the Arkham Project. That would be, yeah. that'd be fantastic. Yeah, sure. Uh, it'll be really be something if this turns out to be like um, uh, Boardwalk Empire, so the Soprano level type HBO produ- crime drama production man and it's set in the right. bat world of batman would be just unbelievable and, it's, and i'm looking uh, and forward I, to it tremendously i i think if, if you go that route too you have you've got a huge opportunity here to kind of capture the hbo prestige television audience that show up for hbo projects because they're mm-hmm. done so well for the most part in addition to the dedicated fan base that would show up for a batman project regardless right like this is a yes. this is a yeah. a real audience building opportunity if Absolutely. you need to build the yeah. audience bigger than it is yeah. already right because it's, yeah. it's yeah. pretty dedicated sure. and expansive to begin with for sure all right so before we get into um talking about kingdom come and then probably thinking why why are they going to talk about kingdom come well we're going to tell you that in just a second but first let's hear have a word from one of our sponsors Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Garrett. James Gunn is one of the bosses of DC Studios. Absolutely. As it's called now. Um, and he is very he's very interactive on social media. Oh my gosh, is he ever? I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> I threw up a tweet the other day. I'm like, uh, yes, I you, saw it. Can yeah. you guys please stop tweeting directly at James Gunn? Like it's getting embarrassing. Like I'm embar- yeah. like I see these fans I'm with I'm you. like Every little thing. And some clown that doesn't know how to read what our mailbags are, your mailbags are, yeah. you know, took an excerpt of that and tweeted at him like, oh, come on, people. Just yes. let the guy do his job. Like, I love that he's interactive. I just don't want anyone to scare him off, right? To be like, yeah. enough's enough. I'm sick of these wackos. I'm like, uh, I, I responded and said, do you understand? This is just my opinion. Right. It's all it is. Old scooper Bill Ramey is at yeah. it again, right? I'm like, Read the website, man. It's not a scoop site. It hasn't been a scoop site forever. Yeah. The stuff I do know, I don't put on Batman and film. I'm sure so I'm going to tell, well, not you, Garrett, but, you know, you right. on you Twitter-verse individuals. So James Gunn tweeted out um, a picture from Kingdom Come of the Justice League, essentially, with Superman in the center, Um looking over like plans and then with with the with the quote making plans was all he wrote in the tweet right and that course that led to uh just uh retweets and then uh, speaking of the questions you know uh responding to him asking him what the deal was and i you know even myself i retweeted and said you know and i and i let me preface by saying i think i don't think it means anything specifically but this is going to be fun to talk about. But I just said, you know, if this new DC universe they're creating is kind of based on Kingdom Come loosely and they kind of go that route, I'm all, I'd be all in on this. So let's speculate, Garrett. What's, what's your take? Can't, could they, because uh, Gunn has said they want to come up with, you know, this overall overreaching story. I can't see them doing Dark Side again, uh, even though Dark Side did not come to Earth in the uh, in either version of Justice League. Either version of Justice League, yes. But there's a bit of okay, been there, done that. Why am I going to do that again? Plus, you've got the whole Marvel Infinity Saga with uh, their version of Dark Side Thanos. Right, Thanos. So yeah. you got to do something different. And what kind of overarching story could they come with? Come up with? I think Kingdom Come. The you could do something with that. No, I think so. I think so because um, one, it is as beloved and revered as it is among those in the know. Right, comic book readers know this story love this story highly regarded um critical praise but it is not 
something that the general audience is likely incredibly familiar with, right? So yes. you can take elements of this, use it as a foundation to build stories around and have it be new and fresh for the vast majority of your audience, have the uh, dedicated core audience that already is into this um, kind of pick up on the feel from it and have that be a cool thing for both groups, right? And then beyond that, um, thematically, uh, the elements involved in this story could be really intriguing to tell. And it keeps a lot of the um, interaction based on uh, heroes that we know and are established in creating potential conflicts and potential resolutions without having to introduce this otherworldly, hey, here's your sort of MacGuffin villain that you're going to fill in, mm -hmm. establish quickly, try to give them a backstory, and then have them represent this immense superpower that could destroy the world once again. And that's what you need to pull together for. It's 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 sort of the internal conflicts that can spin a lot of really great opportunities for storytelling that I think would be one of the more exciting elements if they were to proceed in this direction. You got uh, Lex Luthor, who is a major villain in this. Yep. You've got the whole thing with um, the original... DC heroes are older and this new, you know, second, third, fourth generation for, uh, that sprung off from them have, uh, are, aren't the kind of heroes they were. Right. If you will. Right. And, and I think that, yeah, go ahead. Well, and I, th I think that gives you the opportunity in some ways, now, a lot of people won't like this, but whatever to reframe, the 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 way you portray these characters to represent what they have been for the majority of their history in which you know um different stars and directors i shouldn't say directors recently but for sure stars um have said a return to hope and optimism that's a lot of what kingdom come is about it's mm -hmm. pushing back against what was happening in the industry in the 90s with grim, dark, violent heroes. And what has been the major criticism of the previous DCEU at times, the focus is a bit too grim, dark, and violent, right? Yeah. So yeah. it could actually um, lend the opportunity to reframe those traditional heroes in a more traditional light, contrast that with, hey, we're not going to be so grim, dark, and violent anymore and spring the story forward wherever that story is going to go. I think if you, you got to do something different than what was before with DC, yes. the, this DCEU, number one. You also have to do something different than what uh, Disney did with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I, you know, I think if you just start, if they start with the, you know, if they take the, the MCU plan with the solo films and then slowly build and there's cameos and then there's crossover storylines and you build up to this big confrontation, well, that's a little bit been there, done that as well. And yeah, and it might just present too long of a logistical timeline for what Warner Brothers Discovery wants to do too. And, yeah. and from all indications, James Gunn and Peter Safran are, are getting the, the rain to tell the story they want to tell. But there's always yeah. studio things, right? Hey, we, yeah. we, we don't want a, a 10 year plan of $400 million movies. We, we want to turn this thing into a big blockbuster success. And it's to some extent, the toothpaste is already out of the tube, right? Like, good luck squeezing that back in. It's not going to mm -hmm. happen. There's an established 
universe, if they're going to continue telling stories in a in a in a connected universe, which is clear they're going to do outside of the Batman, um, then you need to play with the pieces that are already on the chessboard. And if you were to go backwards and say, hey, now we're just going to focus on individual movies and then do a big team up and then back to individual and a connected storyline and a team up, and it, we might just be a little bit past that phase already. Sure. Um, would you love to see like literally the kingdom come version of Superman at the center of, of all of this? I would like to see Superman at the center and yeah. whether that's the, the kingdom come version of Superman, I don't know. We, okay. So now we do have the benefit of what's happened in the DCEU with a, with a extended gap in Superman appearances. You, you do have a bit of an opportunity to say, you know, maybe following justice league and the characters um poorly planned death we'll take a little shot there in uh bvs and then coming back in justice league maybe superman has been absent in that world as well we i mean we headless cameo and shazam and you know now at the end of of, of uh, black adam yeah you could say the character has been away from the world a while kind of contemplating what type of hero he needs to be comes back confronts you know what's become more violent and even play that into Black Adam in some ways, you know, it's superhero that's not necessarily a hero and is is kind of willy nilly with taking lives. Um, but I don't know that I need to see an aged Superman that's, you know, has the Reed Richards gray temples in the whole deal. But I definitely want it. I would need to see it based on Superman because that's the core element of the story. I would I would, I would like for him to be older and I would absolutely love to see the kingdom come version of Batman. Oh, um, absolutely. I, I just think it is different than anything we've seen before with Batman. Um, and it's still very much Batman. If you read kingdom come, Bruce Wayne is still very much Batman, even though he has, he has to wear an exoskeleton because of the, you know, years and years of, of Batmaning <laughs> for lack right. of a better term. Yeah. It takes a and, toll. Yeah. And the fact that, uh, you know, he's still patrolling Gotham with the, with the bat bots and he puts on that badass armor suit and he's still, you know, able to, to Batman him, Batman, do some Batman in himself, you know, besides just the, the, the bat bots. So it's just, I just think it's different. Wonder Woman is still Wonder Woman in it. You know, uh, a lot of the classic heroes um, are very true to themselves. So I don't think it's not, it's wouldn't be some, you know, just drastically um, uh, super different, right? No pun intended. Than what you know, the core aspects of these characters we know. It's just it's different. It would be a different thing, you know. Well, and I think you have the opportunity to, regardless of whether they you know age up Superman a bit. And I always thought, you know, my the one thing, and it's minor because I love how the story's told. I, I never really understood why Wade aged up Superman the way he did, because uh, essentially, you know, Kryptonians, once they reach maturity, they don't age for centuries and centuries, if not yeah. eons and eons, depending on, you know, what radiation level they're exposed to. And that's getting pretty nerdy. Um, <laughs> so but you could keep a little bit older of a Superman because yeah. Cavill himself is, you know, older by over a decade than when he was cast in the role. But you do have the opportunity, depending on what they're going to do with Keaton's Batman post the Flash, like that fits right in. Like that's, oh yeah, I mean, completely age appropriate for the Batman in this story, yeah. right? Like that that could be 
an excellent segue. Now, you don't have to use the Keaton Batman to tell this mm-hmm. story. I think it would be, um, I would view it as a bit of a, a missed opportunity if they were going to go in this direction and they've got Michael Keaton at the right age to play this Batman. Like that could be phenomenal, but you wouldn't necessarily have to do that. Mm-hmm. I just, I just would, I'd really enjoy it. Where you stand on, bringing back actors who are in the DC EU as opposed to just if they're doing something new and get a new a new DC U that Gunn is referred to it as is totally recasting and starting from scratch what's your what's your take on on that i think depending on the story they want to tell it could become a necessary evil and that might be an overstatement um you know, I don't, it's not, it's, I'm not talking good and evil here. It's not the actual comic book battle. This is just making movies. Um, but I could see how that could be sort of a, a necessity to get fresh and move forward. I think in the short term, it creates more problems for the studios just with fan reaction and online hubbub and everything else. But if they have, you know, the internal desire to say, you know, it's post flash or post whatever point, this is a brand new reborn dcu as opposed to the dceu and creatively they feel the call to recast these these roles i'm not going to like hit the streets with my picket sign there'll be some folks that i'm sad to see go i would like personally to see cavill continue as superman after just seemingly getting him back whether that was rock just the rock flexing his muscles or not um you know gal gadot as um as wonder woman i would i would miss her but i know she's spoken at different times about you know, potentially being ready to move on. So if they need to do it, fine. There'll be some faces I missed, but you know, I'll live. Yeah, I think the going that route. The only th- I don't, I don't say it's tricky, but it, I'm curious. Like you know, um, you got Gun invested in the Peacemaker, and you know right. that's technically part of the old stuff. And you got another season of Peacemaker coming, so we'll see how it all pan, pans out. I I am of the opinion. You know, start from scratch. Just go. You know, go, go from scratch. And the movies are good. People show up. You know, there'll be it, it'll be the fans more than anything. They're the ones that'll carry on about continuity and and you know being confused and and whatnot. But we see this kind of stuff. I mean, really, the source material it happens all the damn time. So I mean, you get different artists on different books. Uh, all of a sudden, Gary Frank's yeah. drawing Superman, and he looks just like Christopher Reeves, and then you know somebody else is on it, and it it doesn't just kind of looks like yeah. Superman, but it's still Superman. And I think there's a there's a way. And again, it's a lot of I keep mentioning the Flash. There's a way to introduce a reboot of this universe in the movies through the story you're telling and not confuse the audience. If that's a concern, right. If that's a concern for the continuity sticklers and to get a certain segment of fandom sort of um, off their backs, even if they're angry about it for good, like you can just through the story you're telling say, this is a, this is a total reset. The story we're telling includes a reset of this universe through the occurrences that happened in the old iteration of it that are bringing forth a new version of it. You know, DC did it. Uh, how many times how many different crises have we gone yes. through yeah. and rebirths have we gone through and everybody who reads the comic books knows until they decide to tweak it again this is a different version of what we saw before you can do the same thing in the movies that's not an impossible task by any means 
And just because this is Batman on film, like I said, I would love to see that Kingdom Come older version of of Bruce Wayne Batman in this new iteration of the DCU. And I think it's it's just so it would be different than anything we've seen in live act before, you know. And there's a you know there is a probable it's a pretty good chance there's going to be a little overlap between the end of the Batman Matt Reeves Robert Pattinson trilogy and this new DCU and I think they want to go you know they want everything more streamlined so having such a vastly different version of Batman than Pattinson or Christian Bell or any of the we've seen before would probably be I think maybe a smart move just you know for on the fact of you know when it comes to like continuity and not confusing the audience and all that nonsense so yeah it's a clear clear differentiator you've got young batman in the batman if you have an older batman in in some sort of you know kingdom come inspired series of movies or or project then there's then you really are taking the confusion out of the mix and maybe even if it's not michael keaton which i think again would be great yeah there have been a number of actors over the years that have been close to getting the role or rumored or fan casted for the role that now are too old to be the prime cinematic Batman. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I just, I just looked it up, you know, just, just out of curiosity. I couldn't remember how old Kurt Russell is. He's actually older than Michael Keaton. That's a name that, you know, it's been danced around the Batman franchise for years, whether it's Batman or Gordon. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's a year older. Um, but there, you know, there are other folks that people have said, oh, they'd be a great Batman. And now they're just too old for the role. Well, maybe they wouldn't be too old for this version. That could yeah. be pretty fun. Yeah. I will say I do trust James Gunn. I'm a huge fan of the, the Suicide Squad. I like the Gardens of the Galaxy movies, even though it's Marvel. And um, not that I'm dissing on Marvel, but Marvel's not my, you know, I'm not a Marvel guy uh, right. overall. You've got um, your home base. And yeah, and I'm glad... I was very happy to see him to get uh, this gig at, at DC. It would be at, uh, at Warner Brothers for DC Films. So, yeah, Gunn yeah. hasn't done. I haven't. I haven't really seen anything from Gunn that I haven't enjoyed. I've liked the. I've liked the Guardians movies quite a bit. I thought the holiday special they just released last week was fantastic. As I was laid up sick with the flu, that was like Friday came. I'm like, oh, I have something to watch to you know, get my mind off of how horrible I feel for a little bit. And Peacemaker was fantastic. I did. I also, uh, the Suicide Squad, I think was, is arguably one of the best comic book movies to come around in the last 10 years. I thought it was just phenomenally well done. Um, so yeah, to have someone with his creative vision and talent sort of, and love of the source material as the, as the co-lead. And I think that was also very smart not to go on a different mm-hmm. tangent yeah. But to have somebody who's a filmmaker and a creative paired with a producer that knows mm-hmm. how to get movies made, yeah, it's very tough, right? A, a, a Kevin yeah. Feige is a unicorn among unicorns, somebody that that grew up a fan of the material and also grew up producing movies and learning what it takes to make movies successfully. Mm-hmm. It, that's a that's it's a popular mall to think that DC or Warner Brothers was just going to find their version of that was yeah. silly. Yeah. This is this is a nice counter approach to that if it if you could be viewed as a counter approach. Well, we shall see what happens uh, with this new DCU with James Gunn and Peter Safran. 
Um, of course, my I, I've said it. I may, you know, I'm not. May, it's not a secret. I, I'm kind of like look at that as like it's gravy. Okay, it's gravy, and I will support it. I'm not super excited for it yet, but I am super excited for the Batman universe, and that's kind of oh, like you know I'm looking forward to see where that goes. And I, and that's like I, you know, I've said, hey. I, I trust gun. I get, you know, I just don't make it like Marvel do something new. Let's I'll, I'll get on board at some point, but just don't mess with the Batman and Matt Reeves right now. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, that's some of the best stuff they've done. Well, uh, along and it's, with you know, the suicide squad and peacemaker in a while. So, well, it's, it's just a, it is DC fans can be just the whiniest little babies in the world. And I look at it and I think, man, we're, we're getting the best of both worlds right now. If you yeah. like a more realistic solo Batman, guess what? You're getting that and they're investing it in a major way, not yes. just with you know three movies or whatever ends up being, but all these different television programs uh, and projects that are being spun up that are getting, you know, the real deal prestige treatment. Meanwhile, they're building out where this connected version, more mm -hmm. fantastical, you know, the whole cast of characters representing, you know, the DC universe more mm -hmm. broadly as a separate thing. So like, I don't know, what do you like? Uh, uh, pizza or wings? Well, I like them yeah. both, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a happy guy. Just, uh, you know, have a little patience, have a little uh, faith, and then we should have good stuff to come for a while here. It's exciting. I would, I would hope, and I would, you know, if I had a chance to talk to James Gunn, I would say, Hey, I get I get it with the connected universe. I get it, okay, but don't don't stop doing stuff like Joker and the Batman. You know, if, if you want to have quote unquote black label DC films from Warner Brothers, I wish they just do that already. I wish yeah. they just say, hey, we've got a different label and we can market it this way. Yeah, and uh, you know, avoid some of the silly conversations of. You know, when is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker going to meet Robert Pattinson's Batman? Like never um, yeah. just avoid some of that entirely yeah. and just say, hey, we we want to have the DC universe that shows up in DCU. And then we want to have DC Black Label. And this is where we're going to take a chance on smaller projects or more creative approaches to characters, you know, building yes. off the the success yeah. we've had. Just put it out there. I don't know why there's anything to lose there. That, yeah. you know, allegedly was the plan at one point and then it just yep. never happened. Yeah, I, I think it'd be a smart move. Uh, I'm with you. All right, then we'll move on out of here. Garrett, what would you like to plug? Oh, hey, um, I have got... Uh, you know, some comic book reviews up on the website. If you want to go back and look at those, actually, I was reviewing Justice League for a period of time. Uh, and I just got a trade uh, of some of the issues that I reviewed, you know, um, about a mm -hmm. year and a half back, which has been fun to revisit and read on a little Black Friday sale. So uh, if anyone wants to take a, a look back in time and also uh, Batman Superman uh, issues that I picked up as well that I've been revisiting. So if anyone else wants to revisit those, I've got reviews up on the website. You can check out uh, the episodes I host of the Batman on film podcast right on this very same podcast feed. And yep. I've been really busy this fall uh, with fantasy football. Um, I've got a fantasy football podcast that I host with my friend, Matt Ranshaw. We're called the Dynasty Dads. You can find us at Twitter at Dynasty Dads. And if you want to interact with me, I'm at Garrett Wado. That's at G-A-R-R-E-T-W-A-T-O. Sounds good. All right. For me, just go to Batman on film. You know, you can find me there. Uh, we'll say if you want to uh, support Batman on film, uh, you want to become a patron, 
and go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Batman on film. Uh, if you want to advertise on BOF, advertisecast.com, A-D-B-E-R-T-I-S-E-C-A-S-T.com slash Batman on film. And of course, uh, this podcast, several others are all part of the Batman podcast network. You can find that at Batman on film proper and check out all those shows as well. That's all I got. So uh, it's been a long time since we did a podcast together. It has been a while. I was thinking of that when we were talking uh, earlier this week about getting together today. I'm like, I haven't actually been on the mic with Bill in quite yeah, some time. Because you are fun. the you're the you're the host of the of the original podcast. And so I usually since I have the social hour, I kind of I kind of back away from that to let the other guys, you know, you and the other guys do your thing. And it's a different type. The shows are different. Each one of our little shows, you know, are, they got a different, different feel to them. So check it out. Um, I will say we are got the chapter by ch- you got to come on chapter by chapter. That's what I, I really want to get on. I, I missed yeah. out on the entirety of the Batman with scheduling yeah. and everything else through the late summer and fall. But Batman 89, um, you know, near and dear to all of our hearts. I particularly love it. So I've, I definitely need to get on that because I'm always excited to talk about that. Of all the Batman movies for a while, um, the Dark Knight was probably the movie I revisited the most of the Batman library. And as years have progressed, I still love the Dark Knight. It's it's um, tied. I think I always say tied for my favorite movie of all time. Um, that and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is kind yeah. of a wild combo, but whatever. But Batman 89 is probably the movie I've I've continued to revisit over the years. And, and recently, like if I'm out cleaning the garage, I got a TV and stuff set up in the garage. I just throw on Batman 89 because I know it beat for beat. I know every line. So if I get busy cleaning up a certain area, working on a project, I don't have to intently watch it. Right. But it's there with me. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I need to get on that. We spun off, uh, you know, this is uh, the social hour and we did uh, the Batman chapter by chapter. And then I said, you know, this is much fun. Let's just spin this off to its own podcast and do all the Batman films. This is Batman on film. You know, so I'm trying to I want to I want to get all the guys involved as much as possible. We got the bat. I always have a, I had to think when I say this, Batmanimation podcast. Uh, so that's fun. And the rumor has it, there's going to be another one spinning off of uh, one of the, one of the podcasts that's going to be called Batman, the Batman game club oh. podcast with uh, I think our friend Ryan Haas and fellow, say, your fellow, uh, BOF senior contributor and uh, Michael Ramey are kind of going to head that up and talk about oh. all the various Batman games. Our video game boys. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. I've, um, so, speaking of things you revisit from the past, the the Nintendo game based on loosely based on Batman 89 yeah. is one of the most challenging Nintendo games. I played the hell out of that, man. Oh, I, pl- I played Back it. In the day. I, I've got it. I still have my original copy. And I've got oh, another really? copy yeah. on, you know, uh, an uh, EverDrive card that kind of has every game on it. And, and that's one that I, I will play. And I've I've introduced my boys to it. And they're like, Dad, this is hard. This is really, yeah. really hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah man, this is, this is intensity in 10 cities, man. There's, there's no way around it. This one's a tough one to beat. But there's a ton of good Batman video games. The one I'll be really excited for, too, is... Um, uh what uh batman was it dark vengeance or vengeance on the gamecube i played the heck out of that one uh in my in my older teen and early 20 years the one that based um, on the, the animated series yeah animated yeah, series. mr freeze and all that yeah 
Yeah, it's you, you see a lot of different villains in that. It was the only one I played. Yeah. I know there was another one they produced for the GameCube that I never played. I never got around to that one, but um, that Dark Vengeance got got a lot of play time. There's my... a lot. See, that's the the whole thing is that there's so many Batman games other than the Arkham games to discuss. You know, old school games. You know, like that yeah. Batman '89 game from the the original 8-bit Nintendo system. You know, and then Batman. Oh gosh. I want to say it was Return of the Joker, but I don't think that's it because I was thinking of the Batman Beyond uh, movie. But there was a, a, a kind of a follow-up game on the NES. It was one of the last NES games produced that was the Joker. I'm just going to call it Return of the Joker. That was like, it pushed the Nintendo to its upper limits. Like almost 16-bit quality was kind of how they yeah. uh, advertised that one. Also very difficult. And that, that's a that's a gorgeous game to look at, particularly for, you know, aged hardware at this point compared yeah. to what they're producing today. How, how good they got that to look on little old 8-bit Nintendo entertainment system was pretty impressive. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's get out of here. For Garrett, I am Bill. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Batman on Film Social Hour. And now so Rachel will take us out and plug some more stuff. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the BOF Social Hour, Jet's official vlog and podcast on Batman on Film. Follow Jet on Twitter, at Batman on Film. Follow the BOF newsfeed on Twitter, at the Batman on Film. For Jet and everyone at BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Authoritative, definitive, the original. Batman on Film, established in 1998. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.